This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with my beautiful wife, Remy. Great to be with you on all of our radio affiliates across the country. Thank you for tuning in or listening to the podcast. We have a very special guest this week. It's NFL Draft Week, which means it's going to be a very busy weekend for me and looking forward to all of the new excitement and everything that happens on draft. It's not even draft day. It's a draft three days. But our special guest is one of the greatest athletes of all time, Deion Sanders, Hall of Fame football player. He is now, he played baseball in the majors, very good center fielder. And he is now the head coach at Jackson State. And Dion's always been a, a strong man of faith. But you're going to have to listen to this interview because it, it's a very strong, powerful one. And he talks about how he, at some point in his life, he also, we had Brian Dawkins on in the past several times talking about overcoming suicidal thoughts. And, and Dion says he had that too at some point in his life. And he tried everything. He tried, he said, uh, I, I tried women. I, I tried, the, I, he didn't drink. Or he never drank, he said, and he never did drugs, so he didn't self-medicate, but he he tried to buy happiness. He tried to find happiness in other things, and he said eventually he only could find it when he surrendered to the Lord. And now he passes that on, his wisdom, his experience, his spirituality to the players, and I love that, to the players that he coaches. And by the way, at the end of the commercial, at the end of the interview, he uh, I mentioned to him, how he leads the team in prayer and the coaches. And he said, well, if I said, I'd love to see that. He said, well, if you're going to come down here, you're going to lead us in prayer. So nice. When, when Deion Sanders invites you to Jackson state yeah. to lead the team in prayer, you got to do it. Right. Totally. All Which right. I totally thought that was in Florida. And you were like, no, no, it's in Alabama. You thought it was Jacksonville. Was like, yeah. no, it's Jackson state, not, Very cool. not Jacksonville. But the one part I want to talk about, and we're going to discuss today is he said, Last week it was, he was talking to some of the players on the team and he asked them, what is it that you want and what is it that you desire? And he said to them, you know, they give him all these things, all these needs, all these wants. And he said, you have to distinguish between what God gives you and what you want. Well, God gives you all that you need. He said he supplies everything. He supplies the food, the water, the air uh, that you breathe. So you have the necessities of life. God has done that. But when they're listing all of these other things that they want, he's like, those are wants. And that will, your wants will come to pass from the abilities that God has bestowed upon you. And, And he said, if you don't have what you want, that's on you. And I thought that was such a, a strong statement because really is, yeah. we we live like at a time when people feel entitled and yeah I want this I want that how do I get it how do I and we know b- b- all about trying and working hard and everything else but you can you can pray certainly for everything and we talked about that in last week's mm-hmm. uh, episode or a couple of weeks ago praying for the desires of your heart but what are you doing to accomplish it how are you setting about trying to get to where you want to go. Are you, as I say to you all the time, are you putting in the work? <laughs> yes. <laughs> are you putting in the work? I like you, you want, if if you want to be fit, if you want a healthy body, you got to put in the work at the gym. I if know. you want a new job, if you want to, are you 
filling out? Are you putting out your resume? Are you applying to jobs? Whatever you want in life, are you putting in the work? And that is a, a great message for Dion to share with his the young men, the students, the players on his team, because you got to put in the work, whatever it is you're going to accomplish in life. God's going to give you your needs and he's going to give you your blessings mm-hmm. and he's going to bestow that upon you so you can accomplish the desires, the dreams of your heart. But you got to put in the work. And, and today, I feel like we're living in an age right now that, I mean, you could be good at anything and everything and you'd be successful. Why? Because we have the internet. Like you could be, you get, you can't tell me I'm not good at anything. Like, are you good at cleaning your house? There's literally Instagram accounts about cleaning. <laughs> I'm being for real now. I'm being for real now. I, I mean, this stuff like it's it's mind it's mind blowing. You can be. What are you good at? You good at shopping? Go ahead now. Go go shopping and put the camera in your face. Guess what? You're gonna have millions of followers. You good at organizing? Guess what? People, I'm watching a show on on Netflix. They're about organizing. Like, really. I I, like, I, wa- I walked real in, now. I, I walked in the other day and saw you out. Like I couldn't believe you had and that. No, on. the most astonishing thing is that that account started as an Instagram account about two people just organizing their own home. I'm telling you, you can't say nothing. Like you can be good at anything and everything, and just put it on Instagram, you'll be like instantly rich or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just so funny. It, it, so my but point you got to put in the work. My point is, e- even you those put Instagrammers, in the work. Right? yes, yes, they put in the work. Yes. They're, they're putting in the work by posting. They post every week. Yeah. Not Actually, every, week. every day, every day, every day. And yeah. I was just not just one, like multiple. I mean, I, I'm going to start filming myself like washing dishes. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, there's people like they be washing dishes, cleaning their countertops. There, there what do you mean washing dishes? I'm telling you. I, I thought you used the dishwasher all the no, time. No, 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 no. Let me I tell just you. did the dishes yesterday and you reprimanded me for not for well, doing the dishes and not just know. putting them in a the dishwasher. There's people on Instagram cleaning their sink and they're filming it. And I'm telling you, there's... <laughs> This stuff is like mind blowing, but I'm telling you, it is so funny that it, we're living in an age where you cannot say I'm not good at anything. You are good at something, whatever that is that you're good at. Film it, put it on Instagram, put it on Twitter or YouTube. You're good. God <laughs> is gonna do something with that seed because it's just amazing. And as He said, like it is up to you to make the life that you want. God gives you all these talents. And as in the Bible, like he gives you talents and what you're supposed to do with it is that you're supposed to grow it. You're not supposed to just hide it under a blanket and pretend everything is going to be okay. He gives you talents to use, whatever it is. If you're good at uh, washing dishes, go ahead. If you're You're really obsessed with washing dishes today. Well, because it's like really interesting. It's very interesting. But um, Psalm 128 said, you will eat the fruit of your labor. Yes. Blessings and, yes. yeah. Blessings and prosperity <laughs> will be yours. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Mm. That's right there. Yes. Putting in the work. Nice. You got to put in the work. I feel like sometimes we go through a, a waiting period, a stagnant period, uh, a time where you're hoping someone else will do the work for you or wanting someone else to help you advance or hoping someone else will get something for you. And, and, and then you have to realize like only you can put in the time, the effort to achieve whatever it is that you set your mind to. Someone else can't do it for you. You can't say, hey, I want to be this, that, or that, and then tell someone else to go work. Like you can't say, hey, I want to be a great 
baseball player and have someone else take batting practice for you. Uh, I want to be a great quarterback and have someone else do all the mental reps and watch all the film for you. I want to have a great body, but have someone else go to the gym for you. Uh, I want to achieve this and have someone else. You have to put in the work yourself. But there's also inner work. Like we need to talk about inner work as well. I'm a believer that inner work is your number one asset in life. So if you are going to say, I'm going to do all this or try these things, but you have the most negative mind and, mm. and mindset, you will never achieve anything. Your inner work is everything. Like I take time to like listen to audiobooks or read or whatever. A lot of stuff about inner work because it's very, very, Let very important. Let me ask important. you about that. How do you listen to, because you're telling me you're working out and you're listening to an audiobook. Yeah, like I, I, that would drive me crazy. Okay, so I have this cool app. It's called Headway. So you're literally, you're working out listening to a book. Yeah, so it's a it's a kind of a um, collection of books that you just wow. get to choose from. And it, it doesn't read the entire book, though. It mm-hmm. reads kind of a summary of the book for you. So it's like a chapter, seven chapters book. You can read it and you can like listen to it. Yeah, you can listen to it in like 10 minutes or less. Oh. So it's awesome. Instead of reading like all the blah, 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 you're listening to like the <laughs> gist of it. Like, let's get to the point. Are you, thing. are you listening to audiobooks while you're doing cardio? Because that I can kind of understand. No, but like lifting weight? Yeah, actually, while lifting. Really? Yeah, it's actually pretty awesome because wow. you're working on yourself. You're working mm-hmm. on your mental, um, like everything, like yeah. All the good stuff, you know, like you're you're putting you're putting good stuff out there, and you're putting good stuff inside your heart and inside your mind, and it gets you through the workout, and it gets you through the, your, your day, and it makes you think of all the things, of how to think, how to how to think positively, how to um, just shift shift your mindset, mm-hmm. you know, because your your mind is always going into hibernation mode, like let's protect you kind of mode, and you don't want that mode. You want the mode of like, all right, let's get out there and conquer things. You yeah. will eat the fruit of your labor. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings yeah. and prosperity will be yours. In other terms. Put in the work. Put in the work. Up next, you're going to hear from Deion Sanders. You're listening to Faith on a Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. This is Derrick Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with Remy. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonthefieldshow.com, find every episode since we launched in 2017, we just celebrated a couple of weeks ago our five-year anniversary. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the full interview on there. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on a Field. And tell some people, some friends, anyone you know about the show. I want to take a minute to thank our wonderful sponsors. Please check them out. International Justice Mission and Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show, help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at faithonafieldshow.com. We have various packages we can cater specifically to fit your needs. Our goal is to be on a sports radio station in every state. If you don't have a business you want to advertise on, but 
you want to help the ministry, we do have a donate button on our page on faithonafieldshow.com. Our guest this week is one of the greatest athletes of all time, Deion Sanders, a Hall of Fame cornerback in the NFL, a very talented center fielder in Major League Baseball. He was a 273 career hitter across nine seasons. Deion is now the head coach at Jackson State. Here is my conversation with primetime Deion Sanders. Coach Prime, first off, I got to ask you, how's your foot? How are you doing health-wise? How's everything? Uh, health-wise, I'm getting better and better daily, man. I really am. Uh, a little sore right now after walking around all day, and I get up early in the morning. I'm in the office probably about 5.30, and I hit the elliptical first thing, get treatment after we have meetings, and then I start the day with practice and everything. But I'm getting better and better, man, and thank you so much for asking. Well, I wish you a ton of blessings, man. So uh, keep it going, keep going, and uh, continue to get stronger and better. Uh, let, let's get to uh, business with what you're involved here and, and what you're doing. No HBCU athletes last year selected in the 2021 NFL draft. Now, I know you've partnered with Aflac to kind of close that gap. What do you think needs to be done to get these young men noticed and drafted? First of all, we're doing a better job of uh, the exposure. Um, we're oftentimes uh, overlooked and underexposed which is something that we're trying to tackle right now. 259 picks in the draft last year, not one player uh, matriculated from an HBCU. Um, We're definitely going to close that gap. My prediction is five to seven, maybe 10 guys that should be drafted. We have at least 15, 16 um, truly draftable guys or more, but that I feel like, probably is going to get drafted in some form or fashion, not on the first day, maybe second, third day. But we exposure helps. What's going on um, and what's translating today in uh, HBCU football is helping tremendously. We, we're getting a lot of shine. Why do you think to the some of the teams have overlooked these players from the HBCU schools over the years? What you called out those 10 teams, right, that didn't attend Jackson State's Pro Day, they certainly can afford to send a scout. Every team can in the NFL. We know what the NFL is. So why do you feel that sometimes teams tend to overlook these players? Well, the same reason um, some legislatures from the state overlook the schools, uh, underfunded, overlooked. uh, And we're trying our best to bring light to all those – Absurd. It's just absurd to me. I know pro football. I worked in the NFL network with the NFL network for um, almost two decades and played for uh, 14 years. I know what a professional looks like. And there are a multitude of these young men that can play the game at the next level if given the opportunity. Uh, When you don't see a player visually, it's hard to understand that he's equipped and he could participate. If you didn't see the players for from Alabama on television every darn week, I'm pretty sure the number that they're um, circulating into the NFL would 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 cease a bit. You you never see these kids, and you and you don't understand what they're capable of. And I'm telling you, they can play this game. How much have you taken it on as sort of a? I don't want to use the term personal crusade, but when you talk about exposure, having your involvement your profile, Hall of Fame player, who you are, right? Prime time, being there, calling uh, to attention some of these young men and these players. 
how, how much has that been something that is what you hope to leave as part of your legacy from this chapter of your life? Well, I'm not thinking about legacy. I don't care about that. I care about winning games and changing lives and provoking change in whatever I touch. Eddie George has done a, a wonderful job at, at Tennessee State. Uh, Hugh Jackson coming into Grambling, raising the bar there is going to be tremendous. Uh, uh, Willie Simmons, uh, also at FAMU, and some of the other notable persons, Coach McNair, um, and Alcorn, it, 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 and some guys that can really coach the game, and they're able to take this thing to another level. I'm thankful and pleased that um, I have a partner like like Aflike that's partnering with me to bring um, shine, so to speak, and shed light on what we're doing, especially with this prime prospects of the HBCUs. Um, it's unbelievable. I'm happy that there's someone in here that's like-minded that's saying, you know what, I'm going to help you not only in your crusade, but I'm going to help you bring the dream to reality. Now, this partnership with Aflac and the prime prospects, it's going to be a list of players that you believe should be drafted from the HBCU schools. What can we expect to see from that list? Um, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, uh, Mr. Collier from Florida a and is definitely going to um, go early. That kid should go early. I mean, he, he, he can play the game. We played against him and he's a safety that can really play the game. Uh, shoot. I'm just sitting up here and looking at the list, just glancing through right now. Southern has a, a offensive tackle as well. That is really good. Can play the game that should be uh, drafted as well. Um, kill glass from uh, Alabama and M I could, I could go on and on. It, and, and we have James Houston, uh, right? Our, our guy from Jackson State uh, should definitely be drafted as well as, as alongside Keith Corbin. Um, those guys can play. And I, I pray to God that they're drafted. I pray to God that the list is standing in front of me, sitting in front of me right now, that these guys uh, would definitely have their name called in some form or fashion. How difficult was it to put that list together, to narrow it down to the number that you have there? Well, we got help from uh, persons at the NFL, the scouting department, and, and persons that know this game uh, well and uh, how the draft goes and the prospects and where they're ranked and rated. But there's still some sleepers. This is not an um, in-all list. There's some guys that is probably not on this list that will probably get drafted that we're praying about. I watched your ad with Aflac, the Believe ad that's going to air the first night of the draft. It's powerful. And I hear you say a couple times in that ad, stand in the gap. And you mentioned in the beginning, instead of being frustrated, mm -hmm. how do you turn frustration into action? Because some people, they can complain loudly, but not do anything about it. Right. You're taking action. I'm taking, I'm built like that. I'm just today um, seeing the guy's condition and I'm on my golf cart because I can't get around as mobile as I, I knew, normally am. I just got a habit of riding around the outskirts of the field and just picking up trash. How am I going to complain about something I'm not willing to do myself? So I'm not one of those type of guys that's going to complain and not try to uh, bring solution and resolution. Um, I'm not a guy that's going to sit up there and say, this is wrong, this is wrong, but I got to show you what's right. So you'll understand it's wrong because oftentimes uh, in this country, we understand, we don't even understand the wrong is being done. It's, it's, it's not even justified. So, um, standing in the gap is something that AFLAC has done for, I think, over two decades with just donating to HBCUs in general and, and, and helping our causes. And we have so many causes because we're tremendously underfunded and overlooked, as I will reiterate. But uh, I'm happy 
in the role that God has chosen for me. I'm happy to where I am. And I'm, I tell people all the time, I know I'm employed at Jackson State, but I'm working for the whole HBCU. We used to hear when it came to the number of minority coaches, black coaches in the NFL, oh, there's just not enough out there in the pipeline. But that's been proven to be false, that there are a number of qualified candidates. When it comes to the talent at the HBCU schools, it's not that it's a matter of not having enough talent, not having enough players in the pipeline. You feel it's getting them noticed, getting them the exposure, getting that attention? Right. Um, certainly so. It's, it's sort of like a, a small school kid coming out of high school that is not at a five or six, eight school that has thousands of kids, but he's at a school that has four, three or 400 kids. He still has that ability and he's just overlooked because he is not uh, placed at that particular school that is highly ranked and highly profiled, but that does not negate who he is. I, I played at a small school. I played out of position. I played quarterback. And I went to the Florida Georgia All American game, which was the first ever Florida versus Georgia in back in high school. And and I could have thought to myself, hey man, I'm not on this level of these kids. You would think that from the outward appearance, their size, the schools they came from, and the accolades. But when I got there on the first day, I wanted to establish that I'm that dude. I'm that dude. Just giving me the same opportunity. We have so many um all-star games that that are played i would love i would love to namesake an all-star game oh this is good i'm glad this is breaking i would love the namesake of all-star game that the swag play against all the other school hbcus play against all the other school i don't like when you just you know you got an hbcu game we play against each other what we play against the other talent because that's the thing you you say we're not talented play against the other talent let's do that i like that i like that <laughs> I, I, I would love it I would love it. I mean, that's what I would like for us to put together our all-star team and we play um, not, one of the bowl games that they play um, after the season. Not the senior bowl, of course, but some of the other bowls. We're trying to get our players into the senior bowl. Okay. Coach, what, what are you seeing from the players who come to your football camp? The, the talent and the desire? Uh, not only the players. you got to understand the coaches because not having the funding to fly to homes – to see a multitude of these players that now I could bring several hundred kids to a camp where now the HBCU used to come to one location. We give them handouts with the um, registration numbers, phone numbers, emails, Twitter address, Instagram, all the socials so they could really understand who these kids are. We do that for all the teams that, uh, not teams, schools that come to our camp because we want to help any type of way these kids get exposure and these kids get to these uh, HBCUs. Uh, I feel good about the progress over, we haven't even been a year, just a little bit over a year that we've been here. Now HBCUs not only are recruiting, but obtaining three and four. And you know, luckily we got a, not luckily, gracefully, we got a five-star. So we're on it because once upon a time, they weren't even recruiting those type of kids because they didn't feel like they could get them. And I'm sick of uh, some of the uh, coaches in high school. You go there, some of my coaches go there, and it's almost like they have a list for the power five or the kids. Then they say, oh, well, let me take you around the corner to the other kids that are for the HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't want that. Give me, we want your best. We're not selling for less. You know, we don't want we, we, we don't want nothing that you haven't had in the microwave for two days, man. We <laughs> give us your best meal, baby. Serve us. Serve us. <laughs> Uh, I love that. 
Coach Prom, I, I want to finish with this because I like how you just said gracefully, not luckily. I know where that comes from. I know what that mindset is. As a, as a man of faith, I appreciate that about you uh, and, and you, your willingness to put it out there. I want to read something to you that, that kind of you're often outspoken on your social media. And this is a tweet from two days ago. And I'd love for you to, to just talk a little bit about this. Some of us put our trust in the things that we shouldn't. Man, woman, and child will let you down one way or another sooner or later. God won't, can't, and never will. Now, you put that out there a couple of days ago. And, and as you're talking to these kids, as we're you know molding young minds, mm-hmm. I think that is, and you see all of the influences in this world, right? People, people will steer, steer you wrong. But as you said, God won't. How important is it to impress that on people? It's tremendously important. Um, I, I had a, a time in my life where I was uh, suicidal, not somewhat, but suicidal. So I understand that having all the things and the trappings of life, but not having peace. I understand that intimately. And uh, truly, that was a problem. It was a dysfunction. It was something that I had to fix and I couldn't fix it. I tried to pay it off. It wouldn't go away. I tried to sex it up. It wouldn't go away. Um, I, I, don't, I never used drugs or alcohol, so I couldn't medicate the pain but I tried to do various things to see that if it would go away and I wake up and I still feel the same. So nothing helped me and delivered me and got me to the next day, except for Jesus. I mean, that, that was it. When I said surrendered, I gave my life to the Lord. Things began to change slowly, but surely over a process. We don't start a meeting with that prayer. And it's not like we just going to have all the saved God, the Christian guys pray. I call on guys uh, periodically. And if you put your head down in the meeting, like you don't want it, that's when you get it. And you got to pray for the whole darn team. And uh, that's the way we start. When we start our coaches meeting, we started with prayer. So our guys know they have a godly coach. They have a spiritual coach. And there's so many things. Just like the other day, one of the messages was uh, I was telling them that the Bible says God shall supply all your needs. And I asked the kids, what do they need? And they start saying the other things. I say, no, that's not a need. That's a want. You got to distinguish between wants and needs. If God says he supply all your needs, that means food, um, water, uh, air, um, clothing. Just you, 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 you have the necessities of life. God has done that. Your wants is on you. <laughs> your wants is uh, comes to pass from the abilities that has been bestowed upon you. So if you don't have what you want, that's on you. I love I love that that that's just phenomenal wisdom, phenomenal words, and uh, I'd love to come down and, and see you guys in that in, in that prayer at, over there in that Jackson State. So, Yo, you gonna give you come? You gonna lead the damn prayer? You know? Let's do it. Film it. You gonna be in it and lead it. That's good. Let, let, let's go. I appreciate you uh, taking your faith everywhere you go, man. That's a blessing. Thank you. That's it for this week. Thank you to Deion Sanders. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to Faith on the Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free.